The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3V, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3V promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's book pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. This is a book, PopMed book, and it's Wilson Pickett, The Spirit Level. What are the main factors that determine how healthy a population is? That's a question I also ask medical students. Sometimes they start by saying it's the health service. But very quickly they come to appreciate that the most important factor is the wealth of a country. In general, the wealthier a country, the better the health of its populations. Then you ask, what's the next most important factor? And again, very quickly, people start to identify there must be other factors. And of course, the United States stands out like a sore thumb. It's high in terms of wealth, but has a very poor health record. Why is this? And again, fairly quickly, people start talking about inequalities. Now, inequality, poverty... What's the difference? Poverty is obviously bad for your health. In every society that's been looked at, people who are poor die at an earlier age and are more disabled than people who are not so poor. So poverty is obviously a factor. But how does poverty relate to inequality? Well, obviously, in a society in which there is inequality, there are more poor people, and therefore more of them have the conditions of poor people. So the mortality statistics for the country show that. But what actually is it about inequality that causes the diseases or the afflictions of inequality, as Richard Wilkinson wrote in his book called Unhealthy Societies? In a later book with Kate Pickett, published in 2010, Richard Wilkinson wrote that the problem was that it was the inequality that was the cause of the problem, rather than the poverty. Now this is obviously very difficult, because when there is inequality, there's obviously a greater degree of poverty, as well as more poverty. But the conclusion he reached with Kate Pickett in the book called The Spirit Level is, and the subtitle of the book is, Equality is better for everyone. By this they mean that if you look at societies in which there is uh, good equality, then it tends to be a better place to live. Less less crime, for example. Um, Less fear in the streets. These sort of issues. You see, the first thing to do is to decide how you're going to measure inequality. And there are lots of different ways of doing it. One way is to see what the richest 1% of the population get. And of course in the United States that's increased dramatically in recent years. Perhaps the most widely respected measure is one called the Gini coefficient, G-I-N-I, 
which measures inequality across the whole society rather than simply comparing the extremes. If all the income went to one person, maximum inequality, the Gini coefficient would be 1. If all the income was shared equally and everyone got exactly the same, the Gini coefficient would be 0. The lower the value, therefore, the more equal a society is. Now, what Wilkinson and Pickett found in a book called The Spirit Level, that the lower the Gini coefficient, the better the health of the population as a whole. And they came to their final conclusion. Growing up and living in a more unequal society affects people's assumptions about human nature. Again, we just have to ask, why is it that poor people die more often and earlier? Well, of course, one factor that many people point out is that they, they smoke, for example, at higher rates. So it is true that there are often higher rates of what we call unhealthy lifestyles among poor people. My own view in this, published in an article many, many years ago in The Lancet, was that poor people have a very limited conception of the future. And I knew this as someone growing up in Glasgow, a city where, for most of us, time finished next Friday. There was no long-term saving, no long-term employment, no long-term housing. So the, the poor have never had a future for which to stop smoking or to change their lifestyle. In the famous study of the civil servants in London, Jerry Morris and his successors have found that it may be somebody with locus of control, that poor people often have less control over their working lives if they have a job. There may even be biological factors affecting this. And they may affect the children through what is called epigenetics. There may be biological factors which explain why, even with the same rate of risk factors, poor people die more often. But these are, in a way, secondary questions to the key questions raised by Wilkinson and Pickett. Growing up and living in a more unequal society affects people's assumptions about human nature. That's their bottom line. So it's enlightened self-interest that we should worry about the health of the poor. But we have to recognise that we, those of us who are of earn a high income, we are part of the problem and therefore we are part of the solution. Here's three questions to ponder on. Firstly, if you're a supporter of the, the Wilkinson and Pickett hypothesis, what would you say was the strongest evidence in favour of it. Secondly, if you were not a supporter but a critic, what would you say was the strongest evidence against the, the spirit level hypothesis? And then thirdly, third thing to think of, if you'd one minute with your MP, what would you say to them about the spirit level? <laughs>